Welcome, and thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Hashtag Be the Good in Your Hood. It's a podcast dedicated to sharing the essential change that can occur in your place, in your neighborhood, and in your life through simple acts of hospitality. We are your hosts, Dave and Jen Colley. Well, here we are. Episode two of our second season, we are really approaching a very cool question to understand stories from lots of different people. So we're inviting some people to the table to be our guest and also share with us their answer to the question, what good have you seen in your neighborhood through the practice of hospitality? Cool thing. You are actually our guest today, Dave. I am. Yeah. Yes. And we're so glad that you were on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Glad to be here. I know our guests have heard a lot from us, but maybe not a lot about us. And so just by way of introduction, this is Dave Colley. And Dave, um, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, sort of in terms of who you are in your neighborhood, how would you describe yourself through the lens of your neighborhood? Mm, Great question. I think I would I would call myself a hunter gatherer. <laughs> okay. Let's take it back to those days, the hunter gatherers. Yeah. Not the side that I'm like I'm hunting and providing food for the neighborhood, but I am always on the lookout for new people that I don't know or the new neighbor that's just moving in or the change of something in the neighborhood that should be noticed, I guess. And so for me, I, I'm kind of in this outlook. Like I'm always looking for for the new or the one that's not known or the one that's maybe left out. And and I do that a lot in life, but I think in this neighborhood, I've really kind of gone out of my way to find who are the new people, who are the people that don't have a connection already, maybe are kind of on the outskirts of what's going on. And the other side of that is I also want to gather. Hmm. So we've created a garage coffee cart, you know, on Saturdays during the summer or invite people over for New Year's or we just do things in the neighborhood that other people can come to. And so we're get, we're making gatherings happen. And as I kind of look and hunt for people that are new or maybe that don't have a good connection to the people in the neighborhood, I I just bring them into those gatherings. And so I've in my mind I think I'm a hunter gatherer in that sense. I love that. I don't think I would have titled it that way, but it totally makes sense that you are a hunter-gatherer in our neighborhood. You do that. And that is a very accurate description. Um, Well, that is fantastic. Thank you for introducing yourself that way. And I am excited to hear your answers to this question because your neighborhood also happens to be my neighborhood. And so um, we do see good coming from the practice of hospitality, not just from ourselves practicing it, but we get to see it together when other people practice hospitality. So I'm curious as to which good you are going to pinpoint today. So tell us, if you were to describe the good that you have seen come from the practice of hospitality in this neighborhood, what would you say? For me, this might sound really selfish. Okay, let's go there. And and maybe in some senses, it's it's other people as well are experiencing this. I just maybe don't know that, or I can project that or hope for this answer to be true for other people. But I do know it's true for me. When we moved here two years ago to a brand new neighborhood, to a brand new town, to a brand new state, we literally didn't know anyone. And we had moved away from all of our friends and anything that feel, felt familiar to us. Mm-hmm. For me, the practice of, of hospitality and invitation and gathering and, and looking for people that I don't know or people that are new to creating places for people to gather out of this hope that hospitality does connect, mm. what it has done for me and the good that it is, why it feels so selfish is it has been the main avenue 
for friendship for me. Hmm. And if I think about all the guys that I feel like I'm really good friends with after two years, it's not people outside of the neighborhood. It's people inside the neighborhood. This practice of of trying to connect and saying hello and meeting people's needs and, and making people feel valued, in turn, the good from that in some ways has been selfish because I now have friends that I really literally did not have. And to me, that's not insignificant because I'm a, a very relational person. And so if I don't feel like I have friends, I can get depressed or I can get frustrated with things very easily or I just feel lonely or isolated or like I don't matter and all of those things I don't feel because I do feel like I have friends or I, I'm connected to people in a way that like, hey, if I needed something or if I'm going to go do something fun, I have people I can invite. So for me, it's the good that's come from it is, is friendship, like literal friendship for me in a place where I was completely strange to the world around me. Yeah, that is a major good. Friendship is, is a major good to be brought in your neighborhood. And the really cool two-way street on that is, I know you said it's selfish, but the two-way street on that is that in bringing friendship to you, you have befriended someone else. And so someone else now has a new friend in Dave Colley because you are their friend as well, which is a really cool way that the good isn't just for you. It's, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they haven't like said, hey, by the way, we are friends. Like, I mean, they, they don't claim oh, you. this is my friend so-and-so. Uh, I, I don't know. I've never asked them. So are we friends? I just assume that we're friends. But either way, whether they identify it or not, I feel like we're friends. And to me, that's what's important. Hmm. And identifying, too, that that friendship um, has been a result of the practice of hospitality says a lot about these little things that build connection with people. And I think about not having a friend. Well, how, how does that build? How does that start? Well, through the practice of hospitality, by greeting someone, inviting them somewhere, creating opportunities for people to connect through activities, you know, whether it's a pit, you know, a not a pit fire, <laughs> fire pit in the backyard, or gathering, you know, at a local restaurant to eat dinner together, or creating a, an Easter egg hunt for the kids in the neighborhood. You know, it could be an activity that you gather around has been an opportunity to build friendship. And I think those are some of the things that we don't realize that's what's coming out of those other things. Um, but you've, you've articulated that really well and have experienced it um, both ends. And I, yeah, I think well, maybe I, you're a little modest in that, that you are a friend to others in the, in the, in the process of becoming a friend. Well, I would hope so. And I think the flip side of that is, I mean, that's been our hope, right? It wasn't necessarily a selfish thing, but also a recognized need to be healthy, right? For me to be healthy and to have mentally stable thoughts <laughs> and feel like I matter and feel like I'm, I have something to get up for, those are necessary things. And so that was my hope in doing these things was my hope would be that I would eventually become friends with some of these people. I'm not friends with everyone, or at least like deep friends where I can feel like there's a sense of ease and just calling them and inviting them to go do something with me. I know a lot of people. I think a lot of people are acquaintances, but the friendship part is, is with a few. And I don't think that was my motive, but it was definitely my hope. You know, that's interesting, too, that you're speaking a little bit um, two directions here. I hear this. There's sort of an essential need that's being met in friendship as far as that you matter, that life is significant. And so there's sort of an essentialness to that good that's come from hospitality. 
But there's also sort of this other part of like, it's just fun. Like I think about, you've said a lot of times, you know, if I'm doing something fun, I might as well invite somebody along to do it with me. And that's that's part of your inviting of, of hospitality and in gathering people in. And it does make things more fun, but I think you've you've hit on kind of the deeper level of it also meets some really basic needs for us as humans, that the practice of hospitality is essential in that nature and seeing the good come from it in that sort of way, that this is this is meeting a, a real legitimate need for your mental health and your stability as as a human. So I think that's that's a pretty pretty profound good coming from from hospitality. Well, when we talk about hospitality, we do talk about it as an essential practice for humanity. And and I think that's why, that it actually is something that we need to exist. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's like, okay, well, to live, you have to have food and shelter and air and water. But really, there's this other piece to that, right? That we really need other people. We need relationships to really have a fulfilled life. Let me ask you a question as you've been listening to this and as we talk about this. What if someone already feels like they have enough friends, and then when we talk about hospitality, they're like, well, I don't really need to be hospitable because I, I don't really need friends, or I don't, I don't really have space for more people in my life, or I don't have more capacity for friends. And we've heard this a lot where people say, well, I, I don't practice hospitality because I don't really have, I don't need anybody in my life, or I don't, I don't have room for more friends. How, hmm. how do we answer that for people? That is such a great tension to lean into because, you know, you just even mentioned you feel selfish sort of saying, you know, I was looking for friends and that met that need. Um, And I think if we consider ourselves, though, as just an individual in this world or in this place, then once my need is met, I can exist fine. But I think what we miss sometimes is our connection to the whole And really, if any part of that whole is suffering, in a sense, um, it does affect us. The mental health of other people around us, whether they're our, quote, friend or not, we are affected by the, the culture and the society that we are building. And so I think some of that is sort of a pulling back and a recognizing not just my need in this, but also my responsibility in this. Mm. And that... You know, at this point, maybe you were the person who needed some connection, but there might be another person who is the new, the new guy on the block and who's, who's reaching out, who's hunting and gathering there because how that person experiences the world, how they drive into their garage, how they mow their lawn next to you, it is going to impact you. And there is sort of in some senses, like the essential need part we talk about, but there's an essential responsibility to care well for the person next to us. And and what a place actually to care well for somebody. When you feel like your needs are fulfilled and met, you are actually in, a, in almost, in some ways, a better place to care well for someone else. And so I think I would, I would say to people who feel like, you know, I have friends, I don't need to reach out anymore, to really lean into that question and say, but who might need me? And what place do I have? And what role do I have to play? in this neighborhood where I live. Because, you know, whether we just acknowledge it or notice it, the reality is we are connected to them and how they're experiencing the world is going to affect us. So what I'm hearing in you is hospitality is something that we do not because it's a need, 
as much as it is a responsibility. Would you say that like there's just as much or maybe equal of the world needs us or we need the world mm. around us? So we practice hospitality. I think right? That's same. one motivation. Like the other side of that that I hear from you is we should also carry a responsibility in that. And it's interesting you ask in the beginning, and we've been asking this question of what is your role in your neighborhood? And at first that was hard for me to answer. And I, I didn't even put the two together where it is actually okay. I'm, you're asking me like, where do I take responsibility in my neighborhood mm. is what you're asking. My role is the part that I've decided that this is my responsibility and I'm going to act on that. And it's interesting to really kind of unpack the two of those of, as we talk about hospitality, as we train people in neighborhoods to, to be good neighbors, it isn't necessarily just for the good of those other people or just the good of themselves. But there's also this responsibility as humans to say, hey, who else is around and what do they need? And it's my responsibility if those needs aren't met. Like I'm responsible for that mm. and carry some of that weight. And for, for me, even in my life, because of my busyness, I often don't look at it that way with, those, with that lens. That when I see a need, it's not like, oh, that's my responsibility to meet. It's, oh, that's too bad. Hmm. Yeah. And I definitely think it, it's both and, both, you know, we're talking about needs and responsibilities and also just the recognition that it is, it is a shared responsibility. Um, and also I think in that, you know, we're talking about bringing the good in your hood. It's a shared reward. I think the beauty of practicing hospitality is that it does involve all of us, that it's a, mm. an us and a we rather than us and them, you know, that we're together in this. And so when we, when we bear the weight and the responsibility and the recognition that we have a part to play in that, we also reap the joy and the friendship and the connection and the care of the whole as well. And so I, I think that, you know, there's a both and in that. And, and maybe that's what we're going to see as we continue to ask this question and hear stories from people from different neighborhoods the good that's coming from it, how is it benefiting the community? You know, we're, we're kind of zeroing in on your neighborhood, but I feel like there's going to be some evidence of ripples out and the connections are going to move further. So that really gets me excited um, about hearing more stories. And I'm just really thankful for you sharing that and bringing that to light about how the good you've seen is friendship and what impact that can have when we practice it either out of need or out of responsibility, there is good that comes from the practice of hospitality. Yeah, it's really kind of a powerful thing. Like we just sit down and we start talking about this stuff and it goes in these directions where we don't always expect. And for us, at least for me right now, I'm like, I need to go write this down. I need to go figure this out. Or like, where is this happening in different places? Because we are, we're talking to people around the country doing this and we're trying to help them understand the motive and the, and the, the reward and the responsibility piece. And so this is, this is fantastic. And maybe that's our, our challenge this week. You know, you said you need to go process and write down. I think the reason that some of this is coming to light is not just because we're talking about it, although that's an important piece. Telling stories is important, but living them is really crucial to that experience. And so if there is something you can do this week to practice hospitality, um, that will also benefit the good so we just challenge you to be the good in your hood so that you can begin to see it and you can see what benefits come from it. See you next week.
Thank mm-hmm. you.